I'm Meg Dahl, your unbreakable host. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Unbreakable You podcast and happy Libra season. This week kicks off Libra season and I hope all of you are thoroughly enjoying this change of season and depending where you live, change in weather. I know where I live, it is absolutely beautiful, all of the trees are this beautiful, vibrant yellow, and it seems to me that this year the trees are holding on to their leaves far longer than usual. I remember in the past, I feel like the trees would just change color and then a day later they'd all be on the ground. So I am totally soaking up this time of year and going out for so many beautiful fall walks, taking all of the pictures of my surroundings because it's just so beautiful. So I hope that maybe you're out for a walk while listening to this podcast episode. I know many of you take me out on your walks with you. So if you are out listening to this podcast episode and you're outside walking, just take a picture of your surroundings, post it on Instagram, and tag me and let me know you're listening to the show. If you're not outside and you don't really have anything interesting to take a picture of, just take a screenshot of you listening to this episode, post it on Instagram and tag me at I am Meg Dahl. I always love seeing who's listening to the show and then you and I can chat more over on Instagram and I just really appreciate the shares. It really helps me get the word out about new podcast episodes every Wednesday. So reflecting back on last week, so many of you loved last week's episode all about body image and the four reasons why you may still be struggling with body image. I know body image is something that so many of you still struggle with, which is exactly why I wanted to record that episode for you last week and talk more about it. And with the positive response that I got last week and all of the shares and so many women reaching out to me thanking me for that particular episode. I know I need to come on and sit down with my mic again and just record more body image specific podcast episodes just for you. I would love that and I think you would too. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, if you are looking for one-on-one support, in your self-healing, self-love, and body image journey, if you're really looking to get to the root of why you're struggling with body image, 
Maybe you're struggling with your relationship with food too. This is exactly why I am here. And this is how I am working with women in 2020. So there's really two ways that you and I can work together. If you're looking for natural solutions for your mental and emotional health, maybe you want to reduce the toxic load within your home, then I really encourage you to reach out to me and ask about the Nourished and Free Collective. This is my online health and wellness business where you and I can work together. I will help you get started with specific doTERRA essential oils that are catered exactly to your needs. If you are looking for more coaching support from me that goes beyond essential oils and really allows us to dive deep into your body image issues, your relationship with food, your mental and emotional health, and you're really looking to gain mastery in these areas, then I really encourage you to look into my 12-week small group coaching program back home to you. And you can go look into that and read more about what my clients are saying about this program at megdoll.com slash back home to you. I am accepting clients for the next group of back home to you. So if this program seems to be something that you're really wanting to learn more about, you can go to megdoll.com slash back home to you. And I have a button that you can click on to email me and apply for the program and we will book a discovery call from there so you and I can chat more and make sure this program is the right fit for you. So now let's chat about today's guest and all about this awesome conversation that I have with my friend Sarah B. So Sarah and I met a few years ago through a mutual friend and we've kept in touch but wow Sarah has been on such a transformation journey and I really love highlighting these stories on my podcast so all of you can learn and listen and really walk away from these episodes seeing that healing is so possible for you and also walk away with tools and tips that our guests provide in the episode. So that's exactly what Sarah B does so well. She outlines exactly how she went from really going through life, operating out of this masculine energy, which she describes as being in her head. And then she walks us through exactly how she got back into her body. And I know some of the clients that I'm working with right now inside Back Home to You are really wanting to embrace that feminine energy of theirs. So this is what we one of the many things that we work on inside Back Home to You. But that's exactly what Sarah B and I chat about in today's episode. So I hope you all enjoy and don't forget to take a screenshot, share that you're listening to this episode, tag me at I am Meg Doll, and we'll chat again next week. 
Hey, Sarah, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you on with me this week. I, I know I haven't talked with you in a hot second, so I am super excited to be here. Yeah, I thought you were going to say in like 100 years and I was like, yeah, that's how it feels. It feels but like it, honestly. I know. So what's up? <laughs> Let us know how Sarah is. So honestly, I've been doing really well, which honestly, to me, I feel like COVID has been kind of like a blessing for me as it gave me a lot of opportunity, but I know it's been difficult for a lot of other people, which means like I haven't had like my own ups and downs, but like, honestly, like I can say I'm doing really well right now. That's amazing. I'm really happy to hear that for sure. So before we dive into everything that we want to talk about today, why don't you introduce yourself to everyone if they're just meeting you for the first time? So my name is Sarah B and you can find me on Instagram at Sarah B Wellness and I am a holistic health coach, soon to be Reiki certified, which is super exciting. And I'm just really passionate about helping women get out of their heads and back into their bodies. Like, it just lights me up talking about it. That's awesome. So what does that mean to you? Because I'm sure some of our listeners are like, what does it actually mean to be in our bodies because so many of us actually do live in our heads all of the time. Yeah. I mean, that was me. And the way I kind of like to see it is so our masculine energy, like it doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman, we both have masculine and feminine energy. And the way to think about it is masculine is in your head where you're like very strategic, logical, thinking about everything, thinking of your to-do list, whereas your feminine energy is more tapping into your intuition, which is tapping into how your body feels. So the way I like want to help women is I just see like their brains racing and they're never relaxing. They're never taking time for themselves. And it's kind of like, I want to slam the brakes on that and just help them get back into their bodies and feel like, what will make me feel good today? Like, how can I show up as my best self and just really help them integrate that feminine flow into their daily life? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I've known you for years and you probably, well, I know this about you, but, you know, you've definitely been on a journey of kind of rediscovering your feminine flow. So do you want to maybe share more about that journey with us and what that was like for you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's actually kind of funny because I've been with my boyfriend since high school. So it's going to be six years soon. So he's kind of seen me change, which has been cool to get his perspective. But for like a brief backstory, like in high school and college, I was like the definition of masculine. Like I was super aggressive. I was like cold people would sometimes say I was bitchy I was very assertive but it was coming from a place of like I had this wall up where I'm like no one's breaking this wall down no one's gonna hurt me kind of thing and so I was very focused on like my grades and all of that and I really didn't understand what it meant to be in my feminine flow, especially because none of the women, like my mom, my grandmothers, 
none of them are in their feminine. So I just thought I'm like, okay, I just have to hit the ground running every day. Like I wake up, get shit done. I don't rest things for the dead. Like I I don't have time for that. And then it's kind of like, that's when I started having like digestive issues. And just like everyone else, like I'm sure is like, I got diagnosed with IBS, which I could go off on a whole thing on that. But so I just thought it was IBS and it wasn't until college that like it got worse. Um, I was super fatigued, brain fog. And when, when you're trying to hustle and get shit done, like you can't get shit done when your brain's not working. So that's when I kind of took my own health into my own hands. I got all like the diagnosis and all of that. So, I mean, Get, tapping into my feminine really didn't happen until the end which honestly didn't start till the beginning of 2020 because I didn't know what it meant to be my feminine I thought it was being like ditzy like the, the girls in the shows where they're like kind of dumb and they're like flowy laughing like that's what I thought it was and I was like I don't want to be like that and honestly through my mentors and everything it's just feminine energy is really just not being afraid to rest. So it's like, I was, I started sleeping more. I started going on walks and not going to the gym. So aggressively taking Pilates, meditating, and it really gave me the chance to slow down and think about, okay, who do I want to be? Like, okay, I want to have this business. Like how can I serve people? And of course, any type of journey like this, like you have stuff that comes up. So I had resentment that I had towards my mom that I didn't know I had resentment toward a old best friend that I didn't know and by forgiving them and becoming more neutral like it it was so freeing like literally like not giving a fuck is so freeing and just staying in your own lane being in your soul's alignment is like it's honestly the best feeling and so that's pretty like it's as you can tell, my journey is very up and down. It's not linear at all. But honestly, by getting sick, what is what led me to be able to tap into my feminine? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like you said, you did experience gut health issues for a really long time. I know when I first met you, that's really what you were in the thick of. But it sounds like you were kind of dealing with that right up until you discovered um, what it is to reconnect with your feminine energy. So can you kind of piece that together for us and share with us what happened? Like, did what happened to those gut issues when you started to tap into that feminine energy that you had been kind of pushing aside for nearly all your life? Yeah. So, um, at first, of course, like, so my IBS, which I'm doing like air quotes around that was actually methane SIBO. So of course, like I went on like the protocols and all of that, but it got to a point where I was kind of like having mini relapses where it's like the bloating would come back, like the awful farts would come back. And I was kind of confused. And once, honestly, once I was like, literally told to like slow down and like take two weeks off of everything like my digestion completely calmed down and it makes sense because it's like 
when you're in your like your masculine very like stressed like go 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 mentality like our bodies can't digest anything and i'm talking food i'm talking emotions like it can't because when your body's in a fight or flight like it doesn't have time to digest it's trying to protect you no matter what the stress is so once i really slowed down i feel like that's when my body was able to fully heal i mean at this point the only, I would say the only struggle I'm dealing with is just trying to get my period back, which I'm sure your audience knows, like, it can take up to years to do, which it's like, everything happens in divine timing. And I'm just doing the things that are in alignment with a woman who has her regular period. But going back digestively, it's once I really slowed down, started doing the things I wanted to do, started being more... I don't want to say assertive or strict, but like being more like with like being strict with my boundaries with people, like not letting people kind of like be wishy-washy with them and really just discovering like who is Sarah B really helped like solidify everything for my healing. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the women that I coach and who listen to this podcast, a lot of them have gone through um, certain life events. I mean, all of us are going through this thing called life. And we go through certain um, experiences that color our life and kind of um, guide us farther away from our true self. So many of our listeners are on this journey of rediscovering who they are. So if you want to share more about what that journey looked like for you, how did you rediscover who Sarah B was? What was that journey like? So for for me, my biggest like struggle was is that I would always look for outside validation or approval. And I even remember doing this in like high school with like teachers, like like having people be like, Sarah, you're doing a good job. You're doing it right. Was like a dopamine hit for me. Or even with like, I mean, around the same time, it's like, I had a very poor relationship with food and my body. So it's like when guys would give me compliments or they would say things or look at me, it was kind of like a dopamine hit where I was like, Oh, I'm doing it right. Like I'm getting attention. I'm getting what I want. And I mean, during that time, it's like, I didn't know who I was. So if I got like an inkling of like, she's doing like, I'm doing the right thing, then I would keep doing it. So, but I mean, fast forwarding to now, it was more of like, instead of asking for validation from people, it was more of like, does this make me feel good? Do I want to do this? Or if I had a question, like going on my computer and looking it up myself, like that gave me like the confidence again to be like, I know what I like. I know what I don't like. And if I want to know something, I can research it on my own. But I always have that freedom to just ask people and generate my own opinion. So, I mean, that lack of confidence really just came from not knowing who I was and trying to find who I was in someone else. Mm -hmm. Which, I mean, you can't find that in anyone else because we're all unique. Like, I am not like Meg Doll and Meg Doll is not like me, but that's what makes us such amazing women because we know who we are. We know who we want to serve. So not only like asking myself like 
the questions on like what I like, what I don't like, but it's also saying no to things. Like, I don't want to do this and not feeling like you have to explain or apologize. Cause I know for me, like I over apologize for everything and that's still something I'm working on. But I mean, that's kind of something society puts on all of us. Um, so it was really just kind of figuring out like who I am, like how I wanted to dress, how I wanted my room to look, like what I wanted my relationship with Jonathan, my boyfriend to look like. It it was really freeing because once you have that confidence in yourself, you don't worry about what other people think of you or what other people are doing. Because it's very easy, especially with a lot of us still at home and on our phones to get sucked into someone else's life. Which, I mean, Instagram, I mean, I've been there where I've scrolled for like two hours and I am I know this person's whole life story, but it's like Instagram or any social media platform is just like the good snapshots. We don't know everything. So, I mean, really just turning all that off and focusing on you is like, it's the most empowering thing you can do because I'm a big proponent in you cannot serve yourself. I mean, you cannot serve others if you do not serve yourself first. So like, you can't be a good girlfriend, a good daughter, mother, et cetera, unless you are fulfilling what you need first. So it's a little brief thing right there. Yeah, totally. So let's talk more about looking for validation in external sources, because I know that was a huge thing for me many, many years ago, but this is something that a lot of women are still very much struggling with, looking for that validation, um, that little like check mark of feeling worthy or accepted from outside sources. So how did you start to rewire um, your brain in that way to start focusing more on you and getting that validation from yourself because that can be a really challenging switch especially since especially like if you're living like that for so many years you know and I know you said you just started tuning into you and what you like and what you don't like and getting more clear on that but some women are just so lost yeah and I mean like just to like keep like it in mind it's like I didn't start doing this stuff until like like March of 2020 like I haven't been doing this long but I have felt the effects of it and I mean like I'm gonna be completely honest it is something you kind of work on every day. Like Mm -hmm. there's always little things that are going to come up. That's just how your ego works. It likes to infer itself in at every point. It's just a matter of having confidence in yourself, confidence in the universe, your spirit guides, whatever you believe in that what is meant to happen will happen. But I mean, the biggest thing is when I was with my mentor is doing brain rewiring and being with like an energy healer because it, I'm not, it is the hardest work in my opinion. Um, just because like you really do have to sit with yourself and it can be super uncomfortable. So what was really helpful was to have someone call me out on my shit and also ask me the tough questions. So, I mean, something to start doing is journaling, like journaling exactly how you feel, why you feel that way. Like, 
there's no judgment, like write it in your journal. Like no one can see it besides you. So it's a completely safe space to do it. But for me, it's like, I really need to think about, okay, when did this start happening? When did I start kind of where, where did my brain associate that? Okay. I need to get external validation to be myself or be someone I thought I was. And literally like, and this doesn't have to be like a big trauma or anything. Like literally when this happened to me was I was seven. It was my brother's birthday and everyone knows we used to get those little gift bags and we had fun dip that was supposed to be just in me, like my brother and mine's bag. Well, I found them and I ate them. I ate them. And of course my mom got mad and in, in that situation, like I froze and it's like, I associate like that was bad and like, I can't do this. And then it's kind of like, I started seeking like outside validation on like what to eat. And it got to the point where I was like, when we started exploring relationships, like getting approval on how I looked or getting approval on like how a girl should be. So it kind of, that one little memory expanded into me seeking validation at work from my parents, my boyfriend asking permission for things. And by getting to that root memory, I was able to rewire my brain and tell my subconscious that like, that that's not my story. That was just my mom projecting something onto me. I don't have to listen to that. I don't have to believe it. This is what I believe in. Mm-hmm. So really getting to that root memory, just kind of like if you're sick, getting to the root cause that can have a chain effect in helping you become more confident, figure out what you like and don't like. But just to get you started is journaling how you feel, journaling the good, the bad, what made you feel good, what made you feel bad, because then that can slowly help you navigate on, okay, like these are the things that I want to do because they make me feel good, not because someone says, I'm good at it, or that it makes them feel good. And then realizing the things that you don't want to do because you were doing it because you wanted validation, or you were expected to do it, or you were asking permission around it, like, really just grab a pen, grab a paper and start writing. Because once you get that on a piece of paper, and get all of that monkey business in your brain out on the paper, it can become objective. And you can be like, like, I thought that way. Like, I don't have like, I don't agree with that. Because honestly, you gain perspective and awareness once it's out of your brain. So I would literally just a piece of paper and a pen and just sit with yourself. Yeah, girl, journaling is so powerful. Um, And going back to what you talked about when we first started this episode is really stepping into that feminine energy. So that's not really something we've ever like fully (laughs) dove into on the show before. So if our listeners are listening to this right now and super intrigued about embracing more of their feminine energy and their feminine side, maybe provide them with some takeaway tools or next steps on how to start doing that. Absolutely. So, I mean, honestly, some simple things is wearing a dress, an outfit, whatever that makes you feel confident. Like 
for me, it's wearing a matching bra and underwear under my clothes. Like that makes me feel really confident and like confident in who I am and comfortable. It can be putting on mascara or a full face of makeup. It could be doing your hair. It's really about doing things that make you feel confident in who you are and where you feel like you could take over the world. But it can also be just playing. Like I'm talking like have a sleepover with your girlfriends, have a meal that you used to have as a kid that you loved, go roll around in the grass, go to the park, go for the hike. Like it's really about living in flow and being comfortable with yourself and not being afraid to rest because we can easily switch out of that and be like, oh, I can't do that because I have to do X, Y, Z. Well, X, Y, Z can wait for you to do that five minutes it takes for you to do your hair. Mm -hmm. So it's just like doing little things like that. And then of course the journaling where you can sit down, get your thoughts and feelings on a piece of paper, crying, screaming into a pillow, getting those emotions out. Because if you are struggling with a digestive issue, you are holding onto emotions or traumas or past experiences and all of those things, if they are not released, store in our stomachs. So that is just something to keep in mind as you are healing, especially if you are finding things aren't necessarily working as effectively as you want. Um, but not being afraid to show your emotions and dancing, I mean, dancing and just, or singing like, I mean, I love that shit. Like I just, you feel the energy go. And if you are more into like the spiritual aspect of it, it can be connecting with your spirit guides, whether it's like an Oracle deck meditation is huge. Like I recommend literally everyone, even if it's two minutes, like everyone can fit two minutes in It's just meditation with, um, binaural beats, just your, like just sitting with yourself, like really just getting present and in the moment and feeling your surroundings can help you get into your feminine because masculine is very future focused. You mm -hmm. want to be in the present moment because we don't know if tomorrow will come. Mm -hmm. So I would say, cause I kind of went everywhere is put your favorite outfit on, get some lingerie if you're into that. Um, Oh, when I forgot masturbation and orgasming, those are huge. That is the ultimate way to surrender. I mean, literally guys, I didn't start masturbating until this year because it used to freak me out and I was missing out. So if you haven't gone on that bandwagon, I highly recommend it because it's the most powerful thing you can do for yourself. Playing, having a sleepover, journaling, meditation, bubble baths. I mean, who doesn't love a bubble bath? And putting on some makeup. Those are all things that you can do to easily fit into your schedule and get that pleasure and flow throughout your whole day. I love it. I love it. So something that you brought up a few times is the importance of rest for your recovery journey and your health, but also for stepping into this feminine energy. So rest. It is such a necessary thing. Um, both you and I have learned to embrace it over the years and it has been so healing for both you and I. But a lot of our ladies listening to this episode really struggle with rest. And I know that's something that you struggled with too at one point. So how did you start to kind of embrace rest and make friends with it? 
Yeah, I mean, it's really about getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. So I know way back where I was very like, go, go, go. And in my masculine, like I had the mentality of like, oh, I'll rest when I'm dead. Or like, I have to get this done kind of mentality. And that's how society is. So that's why I think with everyone having to stay home, it really kind of forced people to rest, which I think is amazing. But if you are really uncomfortable with resting, um, I would explore why you are uncomfortable. Because I know for me, like, especially when starting my health coaching business, I was very worried that like, oh, I won't be successful. I won't, I'll be a disappointment. I'll be a failure. Because that's really the true reason why you are afraid to arrest. And the thing with resting is in our feminine, we are open to receiving. So like the things you want in life, whether it's a soulmate, um, your business, a promotion, money, a house, those things cannot come in if we are not open to it. And the way we become open to it is by resting and receiving and having trust that my dream house will come to me in divine timing because we are all on a path that we literally can't fuck up. It's just a matter of having that trust and taking divine action. So some ways to get more rest in your life is taking breaks as many as possible. It could be taking a nap. It could be going for a walk, but the biggest thing you can do is with your sleep is having some type of nightly ritual. So this could be having a cup of tea, journaling, reading, meditation, a bubble bath, masturbation or sex. It's really just to get your body relaxed and calm so then that you can get a good night's sleep. And I really recommend that everyone get at least eight hours. And if you are new to exploring this, you may be finding that you're sleeping up to 10 to 12. And it's just like your body's trying to catch up. And it's like, your body's so excited. They're like, fuck yes, she's finally resting. So now we can detox, we can rejuvenate, we can become better just by resting. And you will literally be amazed at what will come into your life once you start opening yourself up to receiving. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those are some great tips, Sarah. Thank you so much. So I think that gives our listeners a lot of takeaways, um, some ways to start embracing their feminine self and that feminine energy and also start resting. I love those tips on how to start incorporating more rest into your life. I know for me, I have this hard rule for myself. Um, At eight o'clock, I am not doing anything else other than laying on my comfy couch or wherever I want to sit that evening and just totally peacing out and either reading a book or watching a very relaxing show that I just don't need to think about and it just feels so good and it's like this evening ritual of course some relaxing calming tea and stuff like that but it just feels so good and when I don't do that if you know we have to go out and visit um like a group of friends or family something like that I can definitely feel so impacted by it like even the next day um So yeah, it's super important to have that evening routine. So if everyone listening to this episode, you know, wants to leave and really rethink or think about their evening routine, that would be an awesome way to start really embracing that feminine energy. I love it. 
So Sarah, I know you have some things in the works and you're doing some awesome stuff. So tell us what you're up to right now. Yeah. So actually like I am reworking everything because I had like the epiphany on like, oh, the person I want to serve is not who I want to serve. So I'm really reworking my business, how I want to help my clients. I know I really want to incorporate more energy and intuitive work because that stuff is so impactful. Honestly, I think it's sometimes more impactful than like supplements, depending on the situation. But I would, you guys can just slide into my DMs at any point. I would love to talk to you. And I am accepting clients as of now and I also have a podcast in the works so you will hear a lot more of my voice very very soon so that is super exciting and as always my Instagram is Sarah B Wellness and I am literally always here to talk and hold space for you awesome what's your podcast gonna be all about so it's really about I want to incorporate all aspects of holistic wellness so I want to talk about literally everything I want to talk about nutrition I want to talk about hormones I want to talk about sex energy because literally everything impacts everything in your life so I really want to talk about I want to talk about talk about it all and have it be unfiltered have it be sassy and everything because that's who I am and I want to provide that as a different way to people. Awesome. I'm so excited about it. We will definitely have all your links in the show notes for everyone so they can connect with you easily. And Sarah, lastly, one question that I ask all of my guests, it's what does it mean to you to be unbreakable? To be authentically you, Mm. because Mm -hmm. no one can break you. Beautiful. I so agree with that. And thank you so much for everything that you shared with us today. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so grateful and blessed to have been on your show and gotten introduced to your audience. So I hope your audience is able to take away some snippets that can help them. Definitely. You shared so much. Thanks, girl. 